This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest preview podcast. I'm your host Terence Ford and it's time for the M23 derby. <laughs> it's Palace against Brighton and Heskiff and Albert are here to talk me, talk me through it. Um, especially with expert Albert saying that Schlupp will play left mid, have a great game and we'll lose 2-1. So um, I'm looking forward to more expert insight from Mr. Curley. Welcome. You're welcome. 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 Thanks. Thanks for the welcome. And Heskiff, um, mm. you told me that you've had an absolute skin fall in the last couple of days and that still no hangovers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to a leave and do yesterday, which was a free bar from like half four to four, half four, and I got booted out at 10. And I was, yeah, I was pretty drunk. But I feel fine. I feel fine now, so that's good. How many sparkling waters did you have? Not enough. How many How many CBD drinks did you have? Uh, I've had no CBD drinks, unfortunately. For the abuse that I got from you last week, I'd sworn off. I mean, surely we just need to do a full-on CBD podcast, all three of us, see what happens. Well, we, we've been threatening uh, end-of-season record a pod when we're all smashed and we just haven't done it have we so maybe this so maybe this is what we end. should do we should go in to one of those brew dog what do you call it studio places that albert talks about all get on some cans of cbd and see what happens i'm, I'm gonna start caressing your necks like i'm casemiro <laughs> oh my god red card immediately <laughs> i love you too terrence <laughs> Wait, before we get into that, I'm going to drink a beer because I am thirsty. It's a new one. New brewery for me. Track. It's called, it's called Invisible Frequencies. Mm. <laughs> a hazy hop forward beer packed with aroma. There you go. It's quite succinct. I thought there was going to be a lot more than that. Though. No, that's it. It's from it's from Manchester Track Brewery, apparently. Uh, 
Yeah, you go. It's a bit more no nonsense, isn't it? Not these like highfalutin ones that are done in some railway arch in Peckham or. This is a railway arch in Manchester, to be fair. I yeah, assume. but they just be it's like, just... this is a bit, it's a beer, it's a beer with aroma. That's it, man. <laughs> drink it. Just drink it, lad. Right. Has it got aroma? I just saw you sniff the can. Can you confirm there is an aroma? It is. There is an aroma. It's a parallel Citroen Idaho 7. Yeah, I'd or... say Ter- Terence is actually holding it up to the camera and it did look. I was about to say, is that an Idaho 7? Because it looks like it is a classic example. That is a, that is a very good Not an Idaho there. 6. No, not an Idaho 6, Esky, because I know that's what you were going to say. It, yeah. To my untrained eye, my glasses are a bit dirty. Yeah. Come on, bruv. So it's clearly an Idaho 7. I'll mug up for next week. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I saved you embarrassing yourself there, didn't I? You did. Thanks. Oh, oh yes. It's very hoppy. Very, very hoppy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. I just put a, you know, I poured it with a bit too much head. Look, it's, this is a, look, do you want to flake in that love moment? Um, but went up my nose a bit, but I'm all right. I'm back with us. Um, wow. What's it called? Track. Track is the brewery. Because it seems to have derailed you a little bit (laughs) thank you I was a hope you had gone somewhere with invisible frequencies but there's nowhere to go with that I'm afraid (laughs) except from in the bin apart from calling you a wanker (laughs) well how's your Peroni Red going down is that what it is classic all visible frequencies this one there it is lovely stuff where was That's it brewed? Uh, Idaho. Right. Seven. <laughs> Number seven. Uh, can you please read off your can that you're drinking, Hesketh, to deflect attention away from me? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. Because now I'm going to get shit off Albert. It's, it's, a, it's a fizzy water with... Lemon, lime, and something called yuzu, which looks like a lemon, but apparently it's not a lemon. But if you Google it, it looks like a lemon. It said, say hello to Lovo and say goodbye to sugar and calories. Say goodbye to fun. This is very fun, mate. A lemon that's not a lemon. What's more fun than that? Uh, Small changes can make a big difference. Sounds nice. Very nice. It's all right. I've had enough alcohol for the next week, so it's water or nothing. It's water or weed, that's it. Um, So, what's been going on? I mean, we played Man United last week. As I said, Albert, who couldn't watch the game because he was on a stag do. So, in Brighton. In Brighton. Top three highlights of the stag do. Uh, wow. Top three highlights of the stag do. Mm, uh... <laughs> I can see your brain working on which ones can I say? Well, it, no, it was, it was fairly, it was all fairly acceptable. The axe, th- we went axe throwing, not really my thing. That definitely wasn't top three moments because I was fucking shit at it. So that definitely wasn't up there. I'm not surprised uh, the amount of shit you throw at the wall on this podcast, to be honest. So. I, some of it sticks. I saw... 
I went to go and see we went to go and see Lewis versus Kingstonian, and obviously sort of a Kingston boy. That wasn't a top three highlight because Kingston got smashed three nil. The chips at the Lewis, the chips, the chips at Lewis at the Dragon Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the, just lots of just some, just some nice pubs in Lewis. So that, there were the highlights. Yeah, I think it's like become quite a trendy place to move to from London. Um, all the hipsters who have become parents have moved. Hang on, I forgot a highlight. I forgot a highlight. A highlight was going to a nightclub. And considering we're all like 38, we were the youngest people in there. Ooh. That was the what, highlight. What nightclub was this? It was called Gala Bingo or something like that. <laughs> no, it was, no, it wasn't. It was a club night called called Star Shaped, and it's like a Britpop indie 90s night. And so we, we piled in there, and it was like, hang on a minute. We're the youngest ones here. Result. Lots of herberts in bucket hats and you know you've not lived yeah. until you've 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 danced in a nightclub to road rage by catatonia oh my god great <laughs> yeah it was like fucking hell i was gonna say turns, I know... turns out Britpop weren't all that when you actually listen back to it in a nightclub you're thinking oh, jesus christ <laughs> i didn't know if i wanted to admit that i knew why it was called star shaped because i'm supposed to be that i listen to french rap <laughs> but it's a blur song, isn't it? Go on. Is it? It is, yeah, it's a blur song. Blur on okay. band. Souls. Yeah, there was plenty of blur being played. What else was there? Yeah, some real brick prop dross. Um There was a lot of it. Mm. But it was nice to be the youngest people in there. We'd let we could we could leave with our heads held high. We um, could walk out and say, Alright, see you later, granddad. <laughs> <laughs> whatever mate this, this place is square man when really it was like it's half past one we should probably go to bed yeah I'm really tired I'm really tired I'm, I need to get back to my premier inn that smells of fags alright oh. yeah it's grim oh, was that in Brighton the premier inn that was yeah mm. did you have any Brighton incidents as in a football sense well when we got the tr- we got the train from Brighton to Lewis, which obviously passes through Falmer. So the the train was fucking rammed with Brighton fans and obviously sat near my mates. They were they were close to ousting me. They said. And I like 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 any true any true hard bastard, when the train emptied out at Falmer as the doors were closing and it was pulling away, I gave it a message. He goes like that. They probably then, just thought you said seagulls, to be honest. Yeah, and, and, then, and then quickly just checked over my shoulder, just in case there was any stragglers. But got away with that one. Yeah. They, they don't do anything. Like the last the last one, but we went Heskiff. Um, God, that, was that the last the last season? The Jack Butland penalty yeah. save and, yeah, the Gallagher goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, like, we, we got there before the ground <laughs> even opened. <laughs> Friday night, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Min, Mrs. made a baby moon of it, so she she was ready to pop basically. So we went down there and just had a weekend. Heskiff Gate crashed our date on the first night. Did oh, I remember this. I remember yeah, talking right. about it on the podcast. Yeah, 
Um, and then, yeah, coming coming home on the train back, well, come, going back into Brighton to the hotel on the train, I was was full of Brighton fans. And I thought I was all incognito and my COVID mask, white COVID mask, had turned red from the smoke bombs. So it was very, very clear <laughs> that I was a Palace fan when no one said anything. <laughs> I was walking That's... through the, the, the darkened campus of the university with Chris Clark trying to find Nick Gillard's car. So I don't know, I don't know who had it worse. I ended up in Gillard's car. Cool shotgun. No, it was too. It was. It was. I was lucky to get in the car. To be honest, I was almost tied to the roof rack. <laughs> I'm. I'm sure there was the permitted number of people in that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. What is the permitted number of people? Yeah, yeah. There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't worry. Uh, Mikey will cover you with legal costs. You'll be fine. Right. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, <clears throat> and. Would you recommend Brighton as a good place to go for a stag do? Uh, yeah, it was all right. Everything was uphill. I haven't been to Brighton for years. Or, or like most of the people I was with went to uni in Brighton and I used to go and see them quite a lot in the sort of early to mid noughties. Uh, but I haven't been there for ages and everything was uphill. It was getting quite, getting quite miffed that Everywhere we went, it was uphill. <laughs> it does. Don't they all just sort of like go downhill towards the sea? What were you doing? Just not. I don't know. Everywhere we went was uphill. <laughs> well, the only time I feel like I'm ever going uphill is to go to the Burger King. That's about it. All uphill, mate. Had a good fry up. That was good. Oh. Um. Axe throwing, you... though. Fucking rubbish. <laughs> um, did you get a... So, sorry, Husky, if I, I do realise you're on this podcast as well. It's mate. fine. Just, it's, it's, um... I've got... If, if I had a life, Terence, with actual anecdotes, then you could be asking me, but I don't. So <laughs> I'll just sit here and be regaled by by Albert. Don't worry, I'll, I'll get to you. I know we've got an anecdote from you. We'll get there in a second. Um, but Albert, did you, did you get a sense down in Brighton that anything about the football team, about how exciting it must be for those arseholes at the moment? Not really. I mean, there was lots of people proudly wearing their, you know, their Tesco bag colours. Um, but no, I didn't, we didn't really encounter any Brighton fans to actually talk to. I sort of tried to, well, number one, I was quite hungover from the night before. <laughs> um, and number two, don't really want to make a habit of that. So, no, I just sat on the train and sort of looked at them, thinking. Ooh. And then they, you know, they won again, didn't they? And we got turned over. Yeah, Matoma um, scored the winner late on. <laughs> mm. Whereas <Good>. Mateta. <laughs> well, we'll just leave that one there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I saw him getting harshly criticised on social media for not scoring that header at the back post, but um, it was a tough one, sort of. <laughs> my guess. brother, my brother described it as a sitter. I haven't seen it back. He described it as a sitter. It, sitter's a bit strong. Maybe it's a sitter of his Benteke. Oh, look at that! His fizzy water's gone all over the shop. Yeah. You sure it's not got CBD in it? Because you're all over yeah. the place. I haven't looked at the ingredients yet. That was a bit like um, you going to collect your work award that you won. 
Oh, this is my anecdote, is it? <laughs> That's all I've got. Uh, yeah. I that got was actually award. the award, not the drink. <laughs> yeah. um, I got an award and had to go down and collect it. It was in a lecture theatre because I work at university. And I basically like tripped. I thought I tripped up massively, went down to the front and then made a big thing about it, like, oh, I'm so embarrassing. What an idiot. Ha ha ha. I'm such an idiot. And then when I got back, all of my team were like, no one noticed. If you'd have just carried on. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? That's the paranoia from all the CBD drinks. (laughs) (laughs) That's paranoia. Um, I asked them if they could play Cypress Hill as I walked down the stairs, but they said no. You're You're pranging out, mate. Yeah. I said, can you take can you take the bucket hat off? And we're not playing Cypress Hill. Take your award and fuck off. Um, speaking of awards, the boy Michael Elise is up for more. Um, one one Premier League goal in a month already, uh, much to the surprise of everyone. Uh, fully deserved though, and that goal has also been nominated for the London Football Awards for goal of the season or goal of the year. Their years are weird. Um, yeah. It doesn't doesn't fall in a calendar year, and it's not a season. It's it's a bit bizarre, but yeah. Um, and he's also been voted for Young Player of the Year. Heskiff, does he deserve this nomination? I mean, goal of the season, yes, I think so. But has he been good enough to be a Young Player of the Year? When you, I mean. Think about it. Discuss it with discuss it with the listeners. Why I pull up the list of people he's nominated with. That, that would have been good, wouldn't it, at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it depends on when the the year is. I don't. I don't. Uh... So it basically ends in fe- the other day. Basically, it ends. I mean, yeah. I guess not knowing the other nominees, but if it's just you're saying this is the London Awards, is it? It is. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think that's fine to put him in. I don't think I think he's been good. I think his consistency needs to be a bit better. But then he's only twenty, isn't he? If that nineteen twenty. Yeah. And when he bangs out goals like the Man United one, there's not huge amounts of young players in London that I can think of it or in the Premier League that can do that. Um Yeah. I re- and I reckon he should win. How about that? Well, he's up against Bukayo Saka. Oh, fuck. Well, all right. <laughs> Martinelli, Saliba, and uh, uh, Billy Mitchell. I don't know quite know how he's in young player of the year. He, he must what, be, for me, standards? He must be pushing 60. Um, no, Billy Mitchell plays a Millwall. He's, he's neither young nor real. <laughs> that is that is the most Millwall young player sounding name yeah. of all time, isn't it? Billy Mitchell. Well, he's not going to fucking win it. Yeah. Um, Bukayo Saka is also nominated for Player of the Year as well. So he could do the double sweep, although usually in these kind of awards, if he won the big one, they wouldn't give him the young one. But Yeah. yeah. Just just give it to one of the other eight Arsenal nominees then. <laughs> yeah, well, Saka, Odegaard, Tony, Kane and Mitrovic are up for Player of the Season. Um, I reckon there's a good chance Mitrovic could win that if you think about it, because he scored a shit ton of goals, mm. getting Fulham promoted, like absolutely shattering Glenn Murray's record. Yeah. Um, yes, but a lot of those goals would have been in the previous calendar year. So, 
Yeah, well, a lot of them would have. No, he's, he's kind of because he saw God consistently all season long. He scored over a goal a game, didn't he? In down there, he scored 40 odd, 40, 41, 42 goals, something like that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, and then he's come up and he's done it in the Prem as well, right? So it's not like for yeah. the first time in his life he's actually scoring goals in the Premier League. So I reckon he's a good shout for it. Harry Kane, isn't it? Just broke the record. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. He did also kick a ball over the crossbar in the World Cup, no. So. It's not it's not it's not a public vote, is it? No. Is it a public vote? No. All right, so people, other people than the Arsenal players do actually stand a chance of winning. So what we're we saying? Yeah, let me let me let me correct that. Goal of the season is a public vote. Ah, any Every, Arsenal goals in there? Um, goal of the season. Is there any Arsenal goals? Um, oh, so no, I'm looking at um, an Arsenal website here. So that's not. That's <laughs> not really. Uh, that's not really helping me. Um, I don't. I don't think so. No, I can't remember an Arsenal going out. I'll, I'll find out as we go through. He is up against in this award because you can vote for him. So if you go onto the uh, Palace website, your options are there. Hyungmin Son versus Leicester. Ishmael Saar, Watford versus West Brom. Isn't that from the halfway line or something? That was the halfway line, wasn't it? I thought yeah. this was a London Football Award. Y- yes, good point. I've got an 0208 phone number. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's absolutely livid, isn't it? Straight on. Well, he's, he's also voted for Saar, which is the... Yeah, that's right. He nominated him. That's why he's on there. He's on the ballot. <laughs> Paul, Paul Smith with a wire for Leighton Orient against Doncaster. And Laura Wine Weinreuther. Arsenal women's. Oh, so there is an Arsenal girl. Oh, yeah, Arsenal. she'll win it. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. That's um, your London football balls. Not quite as prestigious as the BAFTA that Albert's going to win. And uh, team of the year, what did you win? What did I win? Yeah, outstanding team. Which you head up as well. Wow. Brilliant stuff. Sure. (laughs) Okay. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So, uh, no jingles, so we have to do it. Oh, that's so CPFC. Wow. I mean, do we ever need the jingle ever again? Yeah, who needs jingles? Well, it, was needs your vo- it, it was your voice, wasn't it? But uh, you, you, uh, you did it and then pitched it up, I think, on a machine. Why, why are you giving away the secrets? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
behind looking behind the curtain. Um, I never want to look behind the curtain that Albert's there. That that's the worst. <laughs> Come on, let's have the stats. Come on, I bet there's some right zingers. One home win in the last seven versus Brighton. But the last win was a 3pm. The last 3pm. Which this is. So, a good omen to start off. One win in the last seven home games against was Brighton. Was that the 3-2? The 3-2. Where we went 3-0 up. Don't three up, didn't we? No, 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 no. No, we didn't go three nil up. No. Uh, but no. Terence has disappeared. Sorry, I um, I got a low battery warning on my laptop. Um, um, no, no, we didn't we... go three nil up. We went cool. three one up, right? That's right. Yes. And then basically uh, got pelted in the second half and managed to stay in it and win. Yeah, Glenn Murray missed an absolute sitter. That's right. Like a ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah. He also missed his tax return, but that's uh... a. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's a reason he's on Sky Sports News and all that. I imagine, but yeah, <laughs> that is merely speculation. I have no idea what happened. With that. I do apologise. <laughs> I love you, Glenn. I do still kind of annoyingly. Um, but there you go. Especially when you know he's going to be wanting Brian to win on the weekend. Yeah. Zaha has five goals in four top flight matches against Brighton at Sellers Park. Well, that's not changing this weekend, <laughs> is it? Well, he is back in training. Ima- which... Imagine if he was named in the fucking starting 11. Oh my God, I'd love it. Well, you he just won. want to on, on, the, on the bench. He's yeah, only got yeah. enough for 15 minutes. Yeah. No, we'll have to see. Penalties are the name of the game when Palace play Brighton at Sellers. Palace have scored nine penalties in the last 18 home games against Brighton. And missed three, which were obviously all in the same game. (laughs) If you go back to the four penalties in one match, which I think was it, Bright scored scored one, missed one. Um, Who else missed? Pemberton missed one. Can't remember. Um, it's just it's, it's, it's drinking all these funky IPAs, mate. It just ruins the brain cells. Can't remember anymore. <laughs> um, but f- there was also two in the same game when Friedman and AJ scored in the 5-0 thrashing, which was the first time that had ever happened in a Palace game where two different Palace players had scored penalties in the same game. Can you name me another time? That was the first time. Can we name another time? It has happened since, at least once. I uh, want to say, go on, Albert, because I have an idea. But no, no, go on. I'm still. But I don't know if you missed one. It's not Murray and Garvin, is it? It is against Brighton. Yeah. But because in because the previous, of previous up- games, he kept missing penalties for a hat trick. Yes, and so Garvin took it and said, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it twice he'd missed the penalty when on a hat-trick. Uh, I think one of the times he went and got the hat-trick anyway, which was the 5-0 against Ipswich, where he literally could have scored eight that night. It was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, so Garvin and Murray took a penalty in the 3-0 win 
against Brighton was um, which was that the one Dunk got sent off early doors in? I think it might no, have been. When they're wearing a horrible like green, green striped yeah. kit, weren't they? That's the one. Um, and finally, this will be the fiftieth home game, excluding playoffs, against Brighton in the league. So hmm. gives you an idea of the amount of times we've faced each other down the years and how we seem to just follow each other around for many years, especially before we were born. Um, so those are your stats. Nothing too too massive there in terms of, you know, all looking back a bit historically, but then getting into the more modern day. <laughs> Palace are winless in their last six competitive matches, which surprised me. I can't believe that's how far back Bournemouth was. Because um, it feels like we've been doing decent in recent weeks. Is that yeah. just me? It feels like we've got a bit better. The Alba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree on that one. Yeah, we're definitely more competitive than we have been. Yeah. Uh, Brighton are unbeaten in all competitions in 2023. Great. And they are also unbeaten in their last four away games. However, here here comes the good news. Palace haven't lost to Brighton in the last six competitive fixtures. And I think, counting, it's something like 1,452 days. There's that Twitter account, isn't there? (laughs) Exactly. So... Get to 1500 days if um, we survive this one and take it to the away game. That's a long time considering that this, this is the um, the wonder years of Brighton. This is, yeah. you know, this is this is as good as it's ever going to get for them. So still can't beat us. Yeah, wait, whoa. <laughs> I'm saying nothing here. Hang on. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. Mm. This is this is the preview, not the review. <laughs> um, our friends over at whoscored.com have, have a fantastic match forecast here. There's, there's five points. <laughs> it says Brighton will score from a direct free kick. Wow. Brighton will score from a wing play situation. So that's two. Brighton will score as a result of individual skill. Now, that could be in with a wing play situation, so you never know. But we'll go three. Yeah. Brighton will control the game in the opposition's half, so I think that's good for at least one passing error from us. Um, Brighton will dominate possession. Brilliant. Fuck, I can't wait. It's, it's, it, it reads like match of the day talking about Palace. They just don't. <laughs> that should have just That should have just been the the whole podcast we should you should have logged on said hello welcome to the back of the nest preview podcast here to preview brighton you should have just read out those five statements and then you just said good night okay bye see ya spoken truly like a man that's got an early start in the morning and just wants to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) how can we make this as short as possible and doesn't and doesn't want to contemplate getting smashed by brighton at the weekend (laughs) Yeah, I mean, As opposed to getting smashed in Brighton <laughs> last weekend. Wee. Wee. Um, grab, grab, grab a granny night in to Britpop. Yeah. 
were they all drinking um what, what uh, drambui is that it? is that what it's called oh i don't know what there was some yeah there were some funky flavors on display mm. just a lager for me please <laughs> yeah. peroni red lager top please lager top yeah and, and, and can I have you got a glass of tap water? Thanks. It's just very hot. It's just it's just it's very hot in here. It's just very hot. <laughs> so, um, looking at the game, obviously Schlupp came in for what well, all over all sh- all over the place. Been coming in for abuse of recent times. And Albert, you said you wouldn't mind starting him wide left in the front three, and turns out you were right. Well, you know, broken clock and all that. Um, I'm a, saying Jeffrey Schlupp, not me. Um, no, if Jeffrey Schlupp has to be in the team, then it needs to be in that wide position. End of. And, yeah. and uh, you know, he obviously I didn't see the game, but yeah, that's that's where his skill set, I think, is, is best served. I just don't think he's got the... I don't know what the I don't know if it's the the footballing brain or the concentration or the sort of you know the defensive side of it. I just think he looks lost in the middle of the park, and he's much more comfortable out there because he's got a bit of pace. You know, he can take a man on. He's got a bit of a shot on him sometimes, and he can be a bit of a nuisance. So yeah, I don't mind him. I don't mind him in that role. He's just got way better players ahead of him, unfortunately, in those areas. Yes, that's that's fair. But Hesky, if he definitely played with an air of freedom in the game and looked much much better and doesn't obviously i can't just say he's a direct replacement for wilf but if he can put in a performance like that again on the weekend this um it would certainly lessen the blow of missing wilf yeah i thought i thought Schlipp was great i mean i'm obviously not been his biggest fan over the last couple of years but Everything that we know he can do, he just doesn't do on a consistent basis. He just seemed to do against Man U to the point where I couldn't, like I was annoyed at Vieira for taking him off. And I said to I said to my wife when we were watching it, I was like, who would have put money on me saying, why is he taking Schlipp off? <laughs> um, but he was really good. And that, you know, like Albert said, he's good at sort of bursting past people. He's got that, that bit of speed. He's a, he's a unit. He just needs to... Play, play to his strengths more. You know that's that's what he doesn't do enough. Um, and I think we saw uh, Lakonga came on second half and looked quite calm on the ball next to the Corey, which was nice. Um, and that allows Schlupp to play further up from where he has been and allow him to play through balls to the striker and push past defenders and get shots off in the box and stuff. So yeah, I mean, if he again, like you say, if he, if he does have to play, and if he is going to play against Brighton, then I would much rather he does it in that position with that sort of performance than what we've seen for ninety percent of the season so far. Yeah. So in terms of <clears throat> you talked about the Congo coming on, and you were enjoying what you saw there. Will Hughes obviously gave away the penalty early doors. <clears throat> he picked up. And did he pick up another year? He's on three yellows now, um, which considering he's only started two games, <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's a pretty special going. So he's closing in on the suspension anyway. But can you see him, Vieira, using as a chance to get one of those in, or do you still think it's going to be a gradual phasing in? 
I can see Lokonga starting actually. Um, I don't think Hughes was terrible, but obviously, giving away the penalty is not a great start for the game. And yeah, I think probably out of him and Schlup, they're the ones who are teetering with these new signings, teetering on starting and starting on the bench. Um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if either happened. I know that's a bit of a cop out, but if we started with Hughes in there, I'd, I'd say okay because he's been all right. But but I would equally be absolutely fine with Lukonga starting. And I think the more games, and and I'm saying this with no real proof, but he's I've got the impression that the more games Lukonga plays, the more he'll get into games, and the sooner that starts, the better, you know, and he starts dictating things a bit more. Uh, as a, as a central midfielder, um, I I probably start Lukonga just because Brighton won't be expecting it, so that might be a tiny thing in our favour. And I'm trying to get all the things in our favour as I can at the moment. I just now I can't get the image out of my head of Heskiff starting a Conga because <laughs> they definitely won't be expecting that. They definitely won't. Well, are you going to be at the game, Albert? Um, let's gloss over that one. Great. Well, in that case, Terence, if you look down right in front of you during the game and you see a, a lone man trying to persuade people to dance along the front of the Homesdale, it won't be you. It won't be me. I've only ever seen a conga once in the Homesdale, and that was fun. No, it's a t- 1998. Clinton Morrison scored against Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, I was going to say the only, That's the only time I've ever seen. <laughs> no, the conger is what Freddie Sears and whoever else was fighting for the penalty we're doing. <laughs> I missed it. Let's just can we just can we just take a second to promise that no matter how bad it gets in the Premier League, just let's just remember that we saw that. Yeah. I mean, we did also see Sunderland stick four past us in the first half in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, but even then, fucking scum thought. It was bad. That was bad. That was really bad. That whole time was just shit, weren't it? Jeez. Yeah. It, the, the part of me does wonder if I have any right to moan these days. I we, never we... think whether I have a right to moan or not. <laughs> I just do it. Wish it's, you never, would it's never going to be this good again. <laughs> Oh, it's sad. It's sad. But um, yeah, so no no, no Congas, but maybe a La Conga on the pitch on Saturday. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I think still no Anderson back. I think it's very, very clear that Wilf isn't going to play, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be silly to rush him back just because it's Brighton. Um, although I would name him on the bench instead of having two goalkeepers, just for a laugh. Yeah. Just to um, have him worried. But in terms of us being like this, you know, they've obviously had this blazing start. They're f- flying. Um, they are genuinely troubling the European places. And I think if they can, obviously, if they continue in this sort of form, they're going to get one. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think, Albert, that on Brighton podcasts right now, they're having these discussions where typical that the one time we fucking lose, it'll be against Palace? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it, regardless of regardless of how well they're doing and how well we're sort of not doing, you know, at the end of the day, it is to throw out a cliche. It's a you know, it's a rivalry, and form book goes out the window. 
and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and it's a different, it's a different kettle of fish. And yeah, they're probably thinking because if listen, let, let, let's put it this way: if we were if we were in their shoes, and they were in our shoes, we'd be sitting here saying it's going to come to an end against Brighton. Heskip would definitely be fucking saying it. So <laughs> no, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if I if I ever found the time. To, and what the, the desire to listen to a Brighton podcast talking about this game, I'm sure they're sitting there, or most Brighton fans are sitting there. What's the word? Um, with reservations about whether it carries on this weekend, or or are they going to get turned over? Um, I think I know what I think is going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, it could go it could go either way. We're not we're not playing badly at all. We just don't create enough chances, um, and Brighton create quite a few chances. So we need to be on our game at both ends of the pitch to come anywhere near getting a, a point or more. Mm, yes, Heskiff. Mope has gone. Yeah. So who's the new pantomime villain at, so, at Brighton these days? <laughs> I was talking to my friend and yours, Miserable Dave. And we just wind each other up being miserable. But I just, I said, I've got this vision of that Matoma guy scoring a goal in the Homesdale end and then sprinting hell for leather to go and celebrate with the Brighton fans. And it just popped into my head and now I can't get out of my head. And even though that hasn't happened yet, I hate him. You're right, you're... you're... There's a lot in the world these days about manifesting and how mm. you can manifest things into being. That's what I feel like you're doing right now. Yeah, and it's on me. I'll take the blame. But will but he who... shush? Will he shush the family end? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, D- D- Dunk is. Does Dunk still? He still gets in their teams. Is he? I don't know. He's always the plan. He's always a villain. I hate him. He's the worst. Um. But yeah, if 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 Matoma scores. And I'll stamp my foot. I'll tell you what um, has been funny. Brighton's manager being linked with AC Milan is quite funny. Has he? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Because, well, it, I mean, AC Milan haven't sacked their manager yet, but they're in, a, they're in the mire at the moment. They've had a terrible run of things and there's a lot of belief that he's out of ideas and it's coming to an end. <laughs> the, the first link is Brighton's manager. It would be funny. That would be very funny. They'll just I get mean, back when he gets fired by Chelsea. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like get get fifty odd million for Potter, and then get another whack of money for this guy, and then get Potter back. That'd be blimey. Stranger things have happened. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I Who just plays I that just... front for us. Up front for us. Who plays that front for us on Saturday? I mean, it's going to be Edouard. Um, I so, I just again, like just more and more, he's play with back to he's back to goal is it's annoying me, yeah. <laughs> annoying me a lot. I really want him to be a success. I really, really do want him to be a success. But um, um, one more, the ball bouncing five yards away from his foot when he tries to control it. From jumping off the up tier of the homes now, to be honest. 
only because I just know Heskiff would catch me sort of like dirty dancing style. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. If you think I've got the strength to even, like I can barely lift my CBD up, never mind (laughs) a fully grown man. It's better than the ball bouncing seven yards away from Mateta (laughs) when he tries to control it though, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. That was that yeah. one where Pope got saving a month for Newcastle. He was actually trying to bring that under. <laughs> yeah, that was a pass. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, I've overcooked that one. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I just don't know. I just don't see where a goal is coming from unless it's like, it just feels like it's either going to be something magic from Elise, either yeah. in a sense that he puts in a cross that even us three could miss getting on the end of. Or he, you know, does something from a dead ball or something. I just, it's tough to see goals. It Turns is. out there's a lot of pressure on Jeff Schlupp these days. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone yeah. from he's gone from get out get out of the starting lineup to you're our only hope yeah. in the, in the space of a week. <laughs> but you, you know, when you see other teams in the league score two, three, you know, they win like three nil or four one or something. I just never look at that and I and, uh, like. Considering we've got we, we've got good attacking players, I think in our squad, I just never think we're just going to win three 0 You know, I just can't see it, and it's annoying because yeah. I think we've got players who can score and are capable of doing better than they are. But and I don't know with Edouard whether it's like because before the World Cup he was got a run of games and he was looking pretty good and he was scoring, and then when he came back he wasn't in the team. And I'm just sort of like I think you just have to keep him in the team, even though he's not playing very well in the hope that it, that happens again. Like he, the more he's in the team, the more settled he is. And then he gets yeah. better and better and he starts scoring. His confidence comes back. But at the moment, it's pretty slim pickings, isn't it? Okay. Right. Look, I'm scared to ask because you got it right last week. So you want to roll out, but what's the score going to be? Oh no. One nil palace. <laughs> you don't believe that at all. Look at your face. Look at his face. Um, Heskiff, what are you saying? Oh, fuck. I, th- I think we're going to lose 2-0. Mm. Sorry. I'll... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. I refuse to predict that they're going to win. I take a 1-0. I for sure take a 1-0. Go on, Albert. What's your real one? 1-0. One I'll talk myself round. Yeah, 1-0 Palace. <laughs> okay. I just can't see us seeing it out. The amount of times we've been one nil up against them in recent years and then just conceded late is Yeah. I think we did it both times last season. That did, fucking Mope lob. Jesus Christ. Mope lob and then Anderson oh. own, the Anderson own goal at their place. Yeah. I I fucking hate Mope so much. <laughs> did you did you watch the Arsenal Everton game? Yes I did. did and I said when... exactly the same thing. <laughs> you know his ex exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when he went down on the floor and he was trying to get the bloke sent off. He's such a little rat. I hate him so much. <laughs> Isn't he French, though? Yeah, that's how bad he is, and I hate him. Ugh. Just feels like it's an instant, like a Tinder super like or something. Is it Tinder that has super likes? I don't know. I'm asking the no wrong idea, crowd. Mate. I'm asking yeah. the wrong crowd here. <laughs> You're asking the wrong questions. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> 1 0 from Albert, 2 0 2 from Heskiff and 1-1 one, one from me. So we've got all, all bases covered there, I think. Okay, thanks for listening. Um, 
head to youtube.com forward slash back of the nest where there is a video preview with seagulls social so get a bit of a from the horse's mouth Brighton <laughs> Brighton view on the game um look out for the match report this weekend and we'll back next we'll back next week with Brentford mm-hmm. mm, I've really enjoyed Brentford away last season well except for the game which was shit but um yeah really enjoyed the day out at Brentford got a cracking pub near the ground there selling selling our friends tiny rebel on tap oh. so be heading back there and um Pro tip, wear sunglasses. If you're going, you're in the away end, wear sunglasses if the sun is shining. Why are you saying why are you using all the content for next week now? That's that's thirty seconds we could have used next week. <laughs> I'll, I'll find thirty seconds oh. of something to moan about, yeah. don't worry. Mm. I always feel like I've got zero content and then it always ends up being forty five minutes anyway. What can I say? And it's long and it's long pauses like that that help. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> about twenty three minutes of chat and then a lot of pauses. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like no day talk about you know football games are actually only twenty eight minutes long. The rest of the time, the ball's out of play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a combination of us saying um, um we, filling. We are we are the time wasting throw in of the podcast world. Yeah, we're like the, we're the shit house podcast. We're just you know twenty eight percent possession. Just fucking seeing the game out at all times. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thanks for listening, everyone. Until next week, up the palace. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.